Listening to I Love Old Time Radio with your host, Virtual Vinny. It's a new week here on I Love Old Time Radio. Welcome, Old Time Radio fans. I'm your host, Virtual Vinny. You can interact with us via social media on our Facebook page at I Love Old Time Radio or on Twitter at I Love OT Radio. You can send feedback via our contact form on our website at I Love Old Time Radio.com or you can leave a voice message using the Anchor.fm app. If you enjoyed this program, please take the time to rate and review us at review.iloveoldtimeradio.com. I Love Old Time Radio produces a new show every Monday through Friday each day with a different theme. Monday's Crime Does Not Pay on the Shadow. This episode originally aired on February 15, 1948, and here is The Terror at Wolf's Head Knoll. Lamont Cranston, wealthy young man about town. As the shadow, Cranston is gifted with hypnotic power to cloud men's minds so that they cannot see him. Cranston's friend and companion, the lovely Margot Lane, is the only person who knows to whom the voice of the invisible shadow belongs. Today's drama, The Terror at Wolf's Head Knoll. summit of Wolf's Head Knoll stands the weathered and dilapidated mansion, Windward House. The hands of the clock in the dusty hallway stand at precisely nine o'clock as an old woman comes slowly down the stairs. An oil lamp clutched in her gnarled hand to answer the violent pounding on the outer door. Who's that? Who's out there? Open the door, Mrs. Baker. Open it, I say. Mr. Danforth. There. This is a good time, I must say. I'm sorry, sir. Have you been knocking long? Till the skin's off my knuckles. Oh, I didn't dream it was you, sir. You've not been here in such a long time. Did I haven't. A little pleasure in visiting a house that's cost a quarter of a million in money and ten years of your life in aggravation. Windward house, indeed. Danforth's folly it is. No mistake about it. I've taken the best care of it I could, sir. And by all odds, you're the world's worst housekeeper. Look at the place. Just in the cave from top to bottom. Well, I've done my level utmost, sir. Ah, well, no matter, no matter. Any luck at all, I'll be rid of this ISO within the hour. Rid of it, sir? I'm getting out from under, Blicker. I'm going to unload. It's as good as settled if I'm to believe this letter I received yesterday. Well, who is it from, sir? Medical man, Dr. Goddard, he signs himself. 
Dr. Emil Goddard of the Goddard House for nervous disorders. Should be here any minute now. But what does he want with the place, sir? Who knows? And who cares? He says it'll suit his purposes, and I shall be delighted. Ah, that should be him now. Well, Laker, what are you waiting for? Open it. Oh, I'm sorry, sir. The master of the house, then. Right here, sir. Uh, you're Dr. Goddard, I presume? Dr. Goddard? No, my name is Williams. Terence Williams. And to what do I owe the inconvenience of this visit? You've got to help me, for your own sake as well as mine. What? I led them here because I'd heard of this house. They're on my heels. They'll kill us. They'll kill us all. Who will? The two of them, the doctor. What? And his friend, Lasher. I don't understand. Don't try, but if you value your life... They're here. Danford, what's happening? Don't open that door. Oh. I know you're in there, Williams. Open up. What's this all about? I'll explain later. I prefer to find out now. No, wait. Don't open that door. Out of my way, you fool. Good evening. Good evening. Good evening. Island, pardon me. Be a good bird or shall I have a pull at your tail feather? Who are you? Don't let them in here. Ah, Williams, there you are. I demand an explanation. All in good time. All in good time. Come along inside, Lasher. I suppose you know, sir, that you are harboring a fugitive. Don't listen to them. Lasher, I do believe Williams is trying to create a disturbance. A hand over his mouth, you know, might work wonders. Uh, Yes, sir. Don't let him Excellent, excellent. (laughs) Ah, this door off the hall seems to latch from the outside. It might be well to store him in there for the nuns. Yes, sir. Oh, you. You say that to you. Let me out of here. Let me. Good man, Lasher, good man. What's the meaning of this? I demand an explanation or by heaven... I don't like the tone of your voice, sir. And either you change it at once, or I shall leave you to your own devices, depriving you of a rather profitable association with myself. Profitable? Profitable? You're... You're not Dr. Goddard. One and the same, sir. This is my, uh, traveling companion, Lasher. Oh, are you? And my parent, Bartlemy. Bartlemy! And Williams is a patient under your care? Precisely correct. Lasher and I were conducting him to my sanitarium for examination and therapy. Then he's unbalanced, shall we say, sir? He broke away from us as we parked the car on the mountain road. I see. I'm terribly sorry, Doctor. Uh, Would you like to see the house? Quite. I think I shall purchase it as a special ward, if it suits my needs. Uh, follow me, sir. Mrs. Bleeker, do you want to come along? If I might, sir. No need of that. Lasher will look after Mrs. Bleeker very nicely, won't you, Lasher? Oh, yes, sir. <laughs> very nicely, very nicely. Uh, this way, then, Doctor. Thank you. You must pardon the slowness with which I move, sir. Gout and rheumatics. Uh, most distressing. I understand. As you see, the house is weather-beaten, no. but uh, well worth the price I'm asking for it. Ah, here we are. Ah. This is the second story. Twelve bedrooms on this floor, each complete with bath. Charming, charming. And what are these doors here, sir? Uh, they open onto the terrace over the hillside. A terrace, eh? May I see it? Of course. What was that? Ah, sounds like trouble, eh? Lasher! Lasher! I go down and see. That won't be necessary, sir. Lasher's quite capable and very strong. Lasher! Lasher! Yes. Ah, there we are. What 
was that sound we heard? Oh, nothing, sir. Williams broke out and frightened the old woman. Obstreperous, huh? Give him a good, sharp crack. Very good, Mr. Bull. Two, if needs be, Lasher. I'll take care of it. I'll take care of it. You, you use violence on your patient? Indeed, sir. It does them good. I'd apply the treatment myself if I was able to descend the stairs more rapidly. Well, if uh, you'd like to see the terrace now, Doctor. The terrace? Oh, yes, by all means. This way. Here we are. Ah. Handsome view we have here, sir. Very handsome view. Uh, how high up is this terrace from the valley below? The 200 feet. So far, really? I like your establishment, Mr. Danforth. I do indeed. I think I shall take possession at once. You uh, realize that uh, I must have something on account? What do you mean? I mean you'll have to put something down. What can you put down, sir? Now, let me think. I haven't considered this. Why, I... Well, will you look? There. There. Below. Coming across the valley. I don't see anything. Don't you really now? <laughs> I've put you down, sir. 200 feet into the valley. <laughs> Not a bad down payment, eh? Bartlemy? <laughs> Not me! of this house for the scan two hours later, and already I'm quite at home. Well, I always said you was a gentleman boy. Gentleman boy, <laughs> gentleman boy. I uh, have a biscuit, Bartlemy, dear. But... And for myself, I shall have another slice of the goose and a glass of wine. Oh, the wine ain't good for your gout. My gout is of no consequence, boy. Boy, ignore it. Uh, charming and stately, up old Lazar. Lack company. Guess? I'm afraid there won't be many people coming along this way. Oh, sir. there's occasional traffic on the road below. Well, will that just go by? Not necessarily, Lasher. You see the large mirror suspended in the hallway? Yeah. Think now. What would happen if we took it down? and suspended it over the road in the dark. Instead Why, of... Why, cars would come around the curve. Quite right. And see their own headlight reflected. And swerve to miss hitting themselves at... <laughs> I see what you mean. Yeah. Yeah, I see what you mean. <laughs> Darling, you look worried. I don't like this road, Lamont. Why? It's a perfectly good mountain road, Margaret. I don't care. I don't like it. It's a wonderful shortcut to the hunting lodge. It's so lonely and deserted. Better, no traffic to deal with. Well, there may not be any traffic to deal with. Look out, Lamont! There's a car right in front of me! Yes, I see it! Oh. You all right, Dunham? 
What happened? We're thrown from the car. Understanding? I don't know. What? My foot, I can't move it. Well, let me see. It's caught in the underbrush. Hold still. What are you doing? Cutting the loose with a hunting knife. Mm. There. I'm trying to stand up. All right. I... Careful. My ankle is killing. It'll be on my arm. Must be sprained or broken. Lamont, what are we going to do? Steady now. We're miles from nowhere, out here all alone. We're not all alone, though. What do you mean? See those lights through the trees there? Where? Oh, yeah. Where are they coming from? I did a little scouting around before you came, too. There's a mansion, an old mansion, right on top of the hill. Mister, bring the lady in here. We had an accident on the road below. You did? <laughs> Too bad. Yes. I think your ankle's sprained. Sit down. Thanks, Simon. Now, we can just phone for a doctor. Well, you won't have to phone for a doctor. We got a doctor right here. Oh, huh? really? Yeah. Dr. Emil got it. Was this his residence? Well, uh, no, it's more like a hospital for nervous patients. Dr. Goddard just took it over. Hospital, Margot. <laughs> Looks like our luck is changing. Yeah. You bet it is. I'll tell the doctor you want to see him. Thank you. Well, what do you know? It's probably a private sanitarium. <laughs> Anyhow, it's better than limping around the woods, eh, Margot? Yes. How are you feeling now? A little faint. Nervous strain. If I only had a glass of water. Well, I'll see what I can do. There might be water in here. It's latched. Maybe i better take a chance and open it. Probably. Who are you? Shh. My name is Williams. Terence Williams, and I'm being held prisoner. What? There's no time for explanations. These men will kill us all. What are you talking about? What? What, kid? Remember what kind of hospital this is? Oh, yes. Uh, We've all got to stick together. Of course, Williams, you're perfectly right. We'll all stick together. Williams, what are you doing out of your room? It's him. That's her. That's her. Yes, yeah. get Williams out of here. Yes, sir. Come on, outside. You help me. Help Good man, Lasher. Good man. Just so, Bartlemy. Sorry you had to see us at our end, but Williams is a difficult case. Most difficult. I understand, Doctor. Now then, how can I serve you? Uh, This is Miss Lane, Doctor. I'm afraid she's a wreck. Too bad, too bad. I can hardly walk. I see. If you just lend her your arm, Mr. Clenson. We are now then just across the room. Where are we going? Right here. Into the examination. Uh, may I come along, Doctor? I'd uh, rather you didn't, sir. I'll take over now. I'll be all right, Lamont. I say, young man, you look a bit pale yourself. You'd better have a drink. It's not a bad idea. You'll find one in the bar behind you. Come along. I think I will have a small one. There's no bar behind me. What's he talking about? Must maybe mention one of these closets.
Hello. Is Mr. Danforth in? Danforth? I, I, I don't know any Mr. Danforth, but you I, see... I just want to tell him how sorry I am that I couldn't get over this evening. Uh, this is Dr. Goddard. Who? Dr. Emil Goddard. You see, there was an emergency at my sanitarium tonight, and I had to assist... What kind of an emergency? Uh, two rather serious cases ran away from here. What? Yeah, yeah. Taking my most effective young intern with them. Poor fellow by the name of Williams. Williams? Hello? 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 What is it, young man? I want to see Miss Lay. I'm afraid you can't. I haven't completed my examination. I want to see her, and I want to see her now. Very well, if that's the way you feel about it. I don't advise it, mind you, but if you insist, there's nothing I can do except... Uh... Well done, Latter. Thanks. Good work. Good work. Good work! When their car mysteriously skids off the road and Margot's ankle is sprained, she and Cranston take refuge in a dilapidated old mansion. There, a strange doctor claims to be treating Margot's injury, but when Lamont tries to see her, he is struck down from behind by the doctor's friend, Lasher. Now a few seconds later in the room with Margot. Doctor? Yes, my dear? What was that noise outside? Nothing, my dear. Nothing at all. He was a doctor before he had his nervous collapse. Jeffrey Boland, his name was. Master surgeon. 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 Margot. Williams, we've got to get out of here. The chances aren't too good. Not a window in this place, and the door is three-inch iron plate. There's just one slim possibility. Yes? Lasher comes around about every ten minutes. Will overpower Oh, no, that's out of the question. Besides, he seems to have found a revolver somewhere around the house. How do we operate? I'm not sure yet. It's no simple matter dealing with a psychoneurotic. What's wrong with him? If he's illness, I mean, what's it like? He isn't insane, but he has an obsession with sharp, cutting instruments. What do you mean? He's fascinated with them. Not uncommon phenomenon in the neurotic structure. Let's see. Williams. Yes? Would he be fascinated with a hunting knife? He certainly would. Why? Because I've got one. You have? Yes. Give it to me, and I think I can get you out of here. How? When Lasher comes around, I'll try to get his attention with the knife. And once I have, you can sneak out and go to your lady's rescue. Leave you here with a neurotic with a phobia for knives? It's your only chance. My chance, I know, but why should you risk your life like this? For one thing, for the sake of the lady. For the other... Here he comes. Give me the knife. No, Williams, can I... Okay, Williams. Thanks. Williams. How you feel? I feel... All right. How's your little friend? He's still unconscious. Lasher, please. Could I have some water? Water? You don't want no water? Yes, I do. Yes, I do. What do you want with water? Look, I'll I'll make a deal with you, Lasher. Mm-hmm. I'll I'll give you something if you bring me some water. 
What do you give me? This? What? A knife. A knife. It's for you, Usher. All for you. A knife? Yeah, here. Here, take it. Knife. Now's your chance, Cranston. Okay. Good luck. Knife. I don't want to need the luck with you. Knife. Nice shot, knife. I'm afraid your gentleman friend is otherwise engaged, Miss Lane. Please, please let me out of here. I fear, my dear girl, that would be impossible. Impossible, impossible. Quite to understand, my dear. I shall perform the operation with admirable dexterity. I shall prove to those fools who would keep me in a sanitarium that I'm not ill. I'm indeed a great and clever surgeon, a skilled master of the scalpel. I will not return to captivity to waste my talents under a bushel. No, no. That I will avoid at all costs. <laughs> What's that? The shadow. <laughs> who? who laughed? There's no one here. I'm here, though you cannot see me. Who, who are you? I am the shadow. Go away. Leave me. Go. If you come to take Miss Lane from me, I won't allow it. Make one move, whatever you are, and I will plunge the knife. Shadow! You don't understand, Jeffrey Boland. I'm not here to help Miss Lane. No? No. I'm here to warn you. Warn me? Dr. Goddard and his friends are on their way to this house. No! Yes. You've no time to waste. No, no, I... I... <laughs> Let them come! They will never reach me. Oh, but they will. Oh, but they won't. There is a mirror hung across the road. And when they turn the bend, they will wreck themselves to avoid their own headlines. The mirror has been removed. Removed? Who removed? You! You did it! Listen to me, Bolin. Listen to me instead. Miss Lane will pay with her life for this effrontery of yours. What's that? They found you, Bolin. No, no. The house is surrounded. The grounds are covered. Let me out of here. Lasha, Lasha! Lasha! Thank heaven you came. Come on, Margot, quickly. I've got to get back to the gatehouse before Lasha uses my hunting knife. Broken the gatehouse just in time. Lasher, they've got him. Where's Boland? Trapped in the house. Good. We'll proceed with caution. You men, just move in casually and encircle the house. I'll go in and try to lure him Stand and... Stand where you are, gentlemen! Well, that's Boland's voice. Look up there. Where? On the terrace over the hillside. Boland! Yes, William? We've come to take you home. My home, sir, is here! Boland, we have to take you back. That you will never do! Please come quietly, Boland. We'll make you well again. You'll make me well. Ha, 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 ha. I'm the doctor, sir, not you. I'm a surgeon as skillful as ever I was. And not be kept within walls like a dangerous madman. Do we have to come and get you? Or will you come down alone? I will come down alone. Look, he's climbing over the railing. Poland, stop and stop it. I will come down, William. But you are not taking me back. Stop. That is one thing I promised myself to avoid at all costs. Don't jump, Poland. Don't.
Thanks for getting us a lift home, Williams. Oh, don't mention it, Cranston. We're lucky to be coming home at all. Here's my house. Good night. I don't know how I can ever thank you. You can, darling, so don't try. Good night, old man. See you again, Cranston. Quite a night. Well, of all things. Hmm? Jeffrey Boland was evidently quite a doctor in his time. What do you mean? You realize I just ran up those stairs? Oh. That must have been quite a treatment he did. My ankle. It's completely well. Listening to I Love Old Time Radio with your host, Virtual Vinny. Welcome back. You know, a very wily coyote way to get patience. But instead of painting a mirror on the wall, they just placed a giant mirror over the road. Now, I did some calculations because, uh, you know, I overthink things. And uh, the average width of a road is about 9 to 15 feet. Now, they're just assuming putting the mirror over part of it. Now, they're suspending it. So they do make really large mirrors. And with a width about 10 feet would make it about 17 feet in height. Now, suspending this over the road, mind you, uh, they'd have to find a way to suspend it. Plus, they'd have to get it down to the road. Now, I know they said Lasher was very strong. And he'd have to be, because if the glass was only a quarter inch thick, it would weigh over 280 pounds. And that's going to conclude our show here on I Love Old Time Radio. This program can be heard on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, Amazon Music, and our host, Anchor.fm. For a full list, visit our website at iloveoldtimeradio.com and find the best location that suits you. You can also listen to us on your Alexa device through TuneIn or iHeartRadio. Like us on Facebook at I Love Old Time Radio. Follow us on Twitter at I Love OT Radio. Comments and questions can be directed to our website at iloveoldtimeradio.com or leave a voice message using the Anchor.fm app. If you'd like to help support this show, you can do so with a one-time donation or join our Patreon page at support.iloveoldtimeradio.com. Tomorrow we'll be playing a new episode of Our Miss Brooks and join us back next Monday for some more with The Shadow. For iloveoldtimeradio.com, this is Virtual Vinny signing off. <laughs>